0: The City of Angels is black
1: and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacher.
0: Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 208 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yes, that one. Uh, the post-Carson episode. We're going to call this one One Night in Carson because it was one hell of a night in Carson for many reasons that we'll cover today. Uh, before we get into all the madness related to the match, definitely want to welcome back my brothers, Bam and Tony. Bam, how you doing today?
1: Doing quite well. Contrary to media reports in the US, we're doing quite well over here. You mean Melbourne
0: hasn't turned into North Korea yet? No, no, far from it, far from it. Exactly, land of freedom and, you know, caring for each other, and that's it. Simple protest, geniuses, Bam is fine, everybody. His house is not on fire, and he can leave the building when he feels like it. So, contrary to other media reports, Bam (laughs) is fine. I'm happy to see you, brother. Uh, you want to send me stuff, I'll happily take it. Yeah, you know he'll and he'll gladly trade you for Disney gear, especially like 50th anniversary stuff. I'm sure for you know Tim Tams and stuff. So he's willing to, he's willing to make trades. That, that's for certain. That's for certain. So love you, bam. Thank you for coming back on as always. The fam, Tony. How are you doing, man?
2: Doing pretty well. I've been running around this past weekend. I have a I have my cousins waiting to go to tomorrow, so i have been like everywhere at the moment.
0: And speaking of running, are you preparing for a certain tournament?
2: Yes. Well, I've always been I've always been going to the gym, but yes, I've been preparing for a certain tournament.
0: I hear somebody put you through the paces this week on the field. Uh, maybe a maybe bit. possibly. Maybe a bit. Okay. Possibly. All right. All right. Anything nothing studs up quite yet. It's okay. Nope. I mean, yeah, we won't (laughs) say the tournament yet because nothing's been officially announced, but it's happening and, uh, you know, things going to get better and, uh, supporters might play a, a few games. So, uh, stay posted. That's for sure. But, uh, Outside of that 3252 fun stuff, there was definitely some 3252 not-so-fun stuff. And not really. I wouldn't even say 3252 because all of us came back on the bus. Nobody got arrested. And so, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, the rank and file of 3252 got the job done and came home. Uh, So, yeah, we'll talk about it right now before we get into the game because, honestly, you're all here. You want to hear it. So let's do this. Uh, Game happened. It was intense. Tifo game was was rather uh, interesting. Uh, you saw the the five rings crum- crumpled hand of of the ACB uh, Victoria block, whatever that was. Hand that held an M eighty too long. I don't know, but uh, that was that. Uh, and we countered it with more hands than they had rings. Uh, with a fine message that you all saw on the poster. Figure it out for yourselves. It's not safe for work. So there you go. Uh, that was fun. Of course, we had the Landon Donovan situation, and I know a lot of angry people in blue and uh, yellow. Um, angered about how that all went down with the F-bomb and all that. But, Bam, tell them why we responded the way we did in the stadium.
1: From my understanding, and because I haven't really looked too much into it because it's them and I don't really care too much about them, um, Donovan said something the night before of beat the shit out of them tomorrow, I believe is is, is what I'm quoting. Mm-hmm. And in that case, he's poked the bear, and warner not to poke the 32-52. You poke us, we'll poke you back hard and fast.
0: Right. If he would have played it classy, you mm-hmm. know, respected his own career and accomplishments, and let it be about him for the night, I don't think you'd get the response that you got. I would have been respectful, honestly. But when you go that direction and you make it once again, a negative situation, you're elevating things that shouldn't be elevated. All is fair, right? It's rivalry. Things happen. So, you know, we go to our, our house five weeks before that, you know, we're yelling at Donovan. They're yelling at a bird. It's like, right kill the bird i think was the chant so yeah the tit for tat stuff that's not entirely healthy all the time Um uh, was just another situation of tit for tat right uh that's what we were dealing with in this situation which gets annoying i get it people when it comes to supporter culture but it's kind of see i, I wouldn't even put this as,
1: as tit for tat mm-hmm. though i put this as the person you're supposed to be celebrating started the fire that night yeah he started much. the fire therefore he did not have to mention our our name from his lips at all. If no. anything, go ahead and say, Have a good game tomorrow and may the best team win. That's it. But no, he wanted yeah. to turn around, start
2: throwing mud. So we threw it straight back at him, Tony. Well, it's not even that. It's so the best way I would agree with it, and like people are like, He did a lot of stuff for the US. It's not a USA game, it's a rivalry game. Gerard. Cristiano, like they're not gonna get love from or sorry, Gerard's not gonna get love from Manchester. Cristiano's not gonna get love from Liverpool. If they're revealing a statue and stuff, do you expect them to respect? No, it's not like that Gerard did a lot, or not yeah, Gerard did a lot for England, yes. But at the end of the day, this is not an England game. It's it's a rivalry game. Same here. It's not a USA game, it's a Carson versus lafc game so it's kind of like you expect yes he did stuff for the u.s and commend him for everything like that but at the end of the day that's this that's not the time to do it so you one you're provoking donovan's provoking us to carson's provoking us. said hey, we didn't even want it on the their big screen that that was a ploy by them. that was weird so, yeah so it's like why do you want to be there for like we don't even want to watch that and on top of that, they should fire whoever made that that freaking statue, because it looks like they're getting ready for Halloween, to be honest.
0: Dude, you got to put like a, a glove with knives on one hand like it, So, yeah. So that was weird to me. They were playing the entire ceremony only for the 3252. We're the only ones inside the stadium and they're playing the ceremony inside the stadium. I found that really, really weird. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very much an, an odd situation, and it went wrong because why would you do it that night? It just doesn't make sense unless they really were desperate to have a sellout for it and they needed us to sell the place out. Well, not it, insulting, it but wasn't but a sellout, they though. haven't had one all season, and that was the closest they got. It I don't know,
1: wasn't even to sell it though. Like, I was I watching on TV at home, there's so many empty seats, and as I tweeted out for the OG. Since 96, you can't sell it against your rivals, just fold.
0: Yeah, it's odd. It's odd. You know, it was a mistake on their part. Um, at the end of the day, you know, for Donovan and his career, yeah, it's a shame, you know, that it went that way, but self inflicted. That's for certain. That's for certain. So, that was, of course, one thing that was talked about a lot. Um, the throwing incidents, I don't think anybody ever condones that. Violence, nobody's going to condone this. Um, I, I got to be honest, man. Like, we went in there knowing that five weeks ago there was a ton of violence in our stadium from their supporters, not from randoms, from their actual supporters that were busted. in. Real violence, like people jumping people in a community bathroom, violence. Uh, people getting injured in our stadium, about a half dozen really hurt. Um, from them going into the stadium, that didn't seem to get the light of day from TMZ or Barstool or any of them, but it happened. Um, or, or the Galaxy. I don't remember a statement five weeks ago when there should have been one from both sides to to calm it down. Instead, it was left to simmer. Um, oh, and the eighteen grand worth of damage in the stadium too, which parts, of course, I think were thrown as well. So, yeah, I mean. If you were going to nip it, it should have been nipped five weeks ago. I'll say that right now. Violence is never good. And there's never a thing to justify or condone. It always gets worse. And at the end of the day, who gets hurt? I'll call them the civilians, the average fan. Not only anybody connected to a supporter group. They're the ones that get away with it, right? They have the protection of 8 million people around them. It's going to be the random mom and dad, right? They get into something they shouldn't have gotten into because they weren't a part of it in the first place. And that's what happens. In that fight, from what I saw, I didn't recognize any of those faces. From the LAFC ones involved, the fans, they were randoms. They were, they were people who loved their team and went to the game and were directed and forced to exit at the same place that was designated as a supporter exit for, for the Galaxy. Why? What? what what makes you think that's okay and then not even have like a a group of sheriffs ready to go when it happened yeah they were running from our perspective they were running across the actual field of play to get over there when it broke 100 yards away we're trying to run across vb the top and the bottom to get into that you're forcing people through an exit from rival sides not protecting the situation, not protecting VB's drum and flags because they're taking that and they're going to be protective of that, right? And so you have a tension-filled situation and you threw them together. Did you want it? Because that's what it looked like. And so now we have this fallout and we have to have a joint statement and things get worse and worse and worse. And if it keeps happening like this, sadly, we're going to run into a Philadelphia situation. You're like, what's the Philadelphia situation? They had a fan die this year. Die. Yeah, I'm going to go dark on this because a Club America fan, a group of them, took out a Philly fan after Champions League, right? Or whatever the tournament was, the cup or whatever. Uh, It happened. It happened. Right? We're in a big rivalry here. It's going the wrong direction in terms of how it's being handled. When it could have been de-escalated a long time ago. It could have been addressed when people are vandalizing LAFC fan cars. Like downtown, because that's happened. There's been a dozen of those already now. Not addressed by their side. Not addressed by our side. You know, not, I guess not permitted. Who knows? But these are things that are escalating. It's getting to a different stage. And it can be handled, and it's not being handled. And one random press release ain't going to do it. It's got to be more. It's got to be more. You know, what's the end game, Tony, jump on, man.
2: Well, it's just the the whole situation with like the whole stadium doesn't even make sense as well because so as most as everyone here knows, when their away fan comes, even when Carson comes, they're super far away from us, so there's no interactions. They literally block mm-hmm. them uh, for them because they're so stubborn and and idiotic. We can't do that because, A, you put us in the section we are, which is right, literally, we could, we're in, like, throwing distance of their supporter section. But if you put on the opposite side, we're, again, in front of their other supporter section, Riot, Riot Squad, which is the worst of them, because that's the actual gang, to be honest. Like, their Victoria Block is a little bit more common, but they're the more hooligans in anything. So there's no safety for... Not just us, but for them as well, because you you're, you're putting us in a no-win situation. Because if anybody knows the protocol, when we when the game's over, it's our our closet. Everything is right below us. We just move everything there. We don't even it, we don't even talk to the rival or anything. The only time they're probably there is like that little entrance where they could. But there is a mm-hmm. designated right behind us exit for our supporters now they like literally there are videos if you of anything of just carson fans trying to do anything to attack us which of course some lafc fans are trying to protect themselves so you're going to get that tit for tat and it doesn't work out there's even like <laughs> the, the funniest it's funny to me but it's just this is how they think a sheriff is arresting a galaxy fan and his buddy decides to try to save his buddy and push the sheriff, and he gets tackled to get arrested with them. Like yeah. it's not even not even attacking us. It's to the sheriff.
0: Like, and you know what's funny? That was the only arrest from all of that. Mm-hmm. They had one arrest From that. Guys got blood every one. Yeah, tell me what's going on here. It doesn't make sense to me. But it's it just like, and when
2: I'm not saying we're angels as well. Like we didn't do anything no. like, no. like there, we have our bad people in and stuff. And there were some people there who wanted to start something. We had to control that situation and push them away. And it was a difficult situation. But again, this is the, like, like you said, the statement needs had to been done sooner before for this to escalate, but it needed to be escalated this far for this joint statement to the point where this game might be behind closed doors or we won't be able to see it. You know what I mean?
0: It's it's wrecking an opportunity for everybody. This could be the most amazing, passionate rivalry. And we're going to we get this race to the playoffs. And now it's getting lost in random TMZ videos because a club that was five weeks ago warned about real threats and situations and seemed to ignore it didn't prepare for it for five weeks. And then waited so they could just kind of throw it back at us like we were the problem. Again, that's not ownership of it. That's not preparation. That's reaction. So do what you can. Things happen. Fights happen. Right? It's a rivalry. We get that. Everyone gets that. But it's prevention. Right? De-escalation. Things you can do that, that you see in the rest of the world. You know, I, we were in Dortmund. We saw how it was handled. Right? Hombre and Dortmund supporters like eh, there was something went down that day, but it was far away from the stadium, right? Far, far away. And I know, Bam, you were talking about the Eastern block and the teams over there. Like, y'all dumb enough to get into a brawl, do it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you don't even you there. To... Yeah.
1: Yeah. You just look at mm-hmm. videos on YouTube and all that. Yes, unfortunately, with the sport of football, there are people that want to cause fights. At least with the eastern block. They're smart enough to know, don't do it near the stadium. You do it near the stadium, you're on camera, you're getting banned, whether that's five years, 10 years, life bans from games. You get banned from games, what are you going to do? Sit at home and go, I could have been there? Especially now if you're 18, 19 years old. Five years time, you have a kid. You want to take that kid to the game when they're five. That's 10 years, you've got a lifetime ban. Good luck getting into the stadium. You can't do that. You took the
0: culture from away away from your kid too. Yeah. Right. Well,
1: yeah. One of the other big things I don't realize with, I don't understand with Carson is going for derbies, especially here in Melbourne, with my local team, Melbourne Victory. We've got the North End and the South End, two completely different supported cultures. South End's more the English style, sing, chant. North End's more the um, ultra style, Tifos, all that kind of stuff. So, two different styles of, of support. We still go there. We still support each other at rivalry games. The South end crew comes in North End with us. We give the Mm -hmm. South end to the Melbourne city, Western United, those ones. So we have the two supported crews pretty much in one side of the stand singing together. Why can't VB and right squad or angel city brigade for one game go we need to band together to show these guys who's the better.
0: It's one game. They only do it when they travel. They usually call it – they used to call it LAX. They used to call it that. Um, you know, I remember that way back in the day before our team existed. They would call themselves LAX, you know. But it does – I don't know. It seems like there's something there, right? There's there's, there's a bigger issue we're not all knowing about, right? Well, um, which is unfortunate because – If you look around the league, the teams that are most dynamic as supporters, that have the best tifos, that are getting the job done, they have one section. They figured it out for each other. They figured out the city, the club are more important than their egos. It's just because the end game. Yeah, the end
2: game. I was gonna say it's just because um, LAX or Riot Squad, whatever they're they're called, I think the other Riot Squad now. Um, They they're like they're like their mentality is the same as their their fans is we've been doing it first so we're not going to change is because everywhere else in the in the in the US or MLS is changing and doing this supporter section and stuff like that we have our supporter section we're not changing because we did it first or blah 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 and it's just like that backwards mentality is is what got you to pretty much almost irrelevancy like yeah you do have five championships which is fine and Danny but relevant relevant no one talks about the victoria block it's a to
0: be honest a joke except us yeah because you know and that's going to be my other comment in all of this right so the violence is there we see what they do what they don't do right the one thing that we do too much of is talk about them talk about them now because we have to because of violence and all that but at the end of the day um the best strategy for us because we've evolved past them is to do just that. Like Leave them in the dustbin in history. As supporters. Let them deal with their gripes. Do their things. Just beat them. When when we have to face them, we out-support them. As we do. The Tifo game, we beat them at that. You do the supporter things. And you just do it better. You don't drive down. You don't get reactionary. You just do better. And if you do that, you challenge yourself to move past it. And you start battling the other groups... In MLS, to be the best, the brightest, right? That that's what you do, and rivalry won't mean much in the stands if you do it that way. Exactly. You know, like
1: don't get me wrong. Like, I don't, I don't mind. Like with Melbourne Victory, they get the North End and South End, two different supporter groups, but we still get along. It just means that at each end of the stadium, you can hear different chants all going. One day, mm. I'd love to see the South End, uh, the Bank of California standing up, cheering, doing chants with the north end as well. One day I'd love to see that, have both ends, full support, going at it. The sound would be amazing, but that will happen in 20, 30 years' time. It's not happening now, which we understand why, because
0: it's got to build. It's got to be natural. See, you can't force these things. You can't force a 3252. It had to want to be there. It had to want to be there. I know... We were having a good conversation with other leaders within the 3252 today, Rich. They were just conversations online, just talking about, you know, when it was founded, which was, you know, the end of the name and all that in December of this year is going to be a big anniversary for us. It we had to fight with each other, we had to have disagreements, we had to have the lumps, right? But it had to be wanted by all, not forced by any, especially not the club. For the South end, for the rest of it to jump in, they're just going to have to want it be a part of that and you know what naturally because you can see it with the call to arms how things work with us everyone jumps into the call call to arms we did the call to arms in carson and lights started coming up through the stadium all over the place the lights twinkling we weren't even doing the lights and the lights started coming up naturally in the round Okay. If you go to our stadium, it's coming up in the round. What that's telling me, you know, is that the songs are organically spreading through the stadium already. That in ten years time, everyone who's got those season tickets, it might not go through the rich side, but definitely <laughs> the other part of the stadium, it's naturally you could see it growing and people are learning the songs and it's gonna naturally find its way all the way around. That's how it works. You don't get it like that. You get it over time and and you can already see the growth. So it doesn't have to be forced it's 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 willing it through because you just it's it's infectious is what it is and if we stay positive gonna, and do what we do for ourselves it will be there you know yeah yeah bam
1: after this episode i'm going to send you guys a link to, to post up it's a chant that originally started with us at, at a victory game i was there the game that it really took off so it's a north end, south end chant we're north end, north end, north end over here we're south end, we're south end, we're south end over here at the old Olympic Park where the victory used to play. One of the last games we played there, we're going back and forth in that little break. You hear, we're east end, east end, east end over here, we're west end, west end, west end over here. It went around the stadium. So, where you were, that's where you turned that you were. I can see that happening one day at a bank game, as you said. I can see the rich section going, Yes, this is. This feels good let's get involved in this
0: it will pick up in there it's it's going to be a natural growth as long as we keep it positive we don't let others drag us down they're in the gutter now don't join them right you're on the way up they're not don't join them for let them force themselves out of the gutter we don't need to be there we've passed it already so we're at a point right now where Yes, we can descend in the tit-for-tat and lose our way and get into this back and forth with a group that cannot evolve because they can't get past themselves, right? Or we focus on ourselves, keep it positive, move forward, get onto the next game, and focus on getting this team where it needs to be for next year and what's left of this year. And at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to get us there. So are we going to go break windows and cars as a tit-for-tat? no. No, instead we're going to go sing. We're going to make better TIFOs. We're going to be like, okay, we see that challenge. And we're going to live past it, move past it, and do what we do best. Because in this in this culture, we build the city, we won't break it apart. Right? That's the end game. Exactly. So for everybody that's listening to this show, everybody outside of it, we see who they are. We know who they are. We know how negative things are getting. We saw the warnings from both clubs. Those warnings follow things afterward and things get lost. But, you know, if something punitive happens, the only group that loses is us, not them, because they don't have it. We do. Simple, simple, right? Not hard. So that being said, let's move from the culture and the need to get better to the football, because there was a lot to talk about and there's a lot of implications from the match. Uh, LFC versus Carson. You know, it was I got to say, I was kind of tripping out a little bit at the lineup i think you guys were too first and foremost did you guys see blackman getting another start no nope that was when he came out and warming up i'm like well where's romero where oh gosh romero's at the half line (laughs) he's taking the (laughs) punts man um i i I was kind of sitting there like is this really is this really happening like poor romero like (laughs) i guess it's done I guess it's done. Now, going in, guys, realistically, we do have the lowest save percentage in the league right now. Yeah, fourth best in goals against, right? But we have the worst save percentage in the league, which means, again, they shoot, they score. It's really bad. So I think in the grand scheme that that, of course, is the conversation. Um, It's tough. It's tough. Now, they listed it as a 4-2-3-1 I believe, right? On all the lineup cards. Um, do you guys really think it was that on the lineup card? It just doesn't seem that way. No, right. like I don't know. I'm looking at small the moment.
1: has got it as a
0: 3-4-1-2. Right. And it kind of was. Um, except Blessing was a wing back that never really intended to come back and Edwards was <laughs> So, it was almost like we had the four defenders, just one sitting up high, and Blessing was never coming home. <laughs> 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 that was pretty much what we had. So, yeah. in the back, yeah, you had Murillo Farfan. Uh, Farfan was a bit of a surprise over Ibiaga. Were you guys a little surprised by that as well?
2: Yeah, just... Con- he... Everyone knows how everyone feels about Farfan. He still needs time to develop. And especially on this game, I <clears> rather <throat> had Ibiaga in there because he at least is the vet and knows how to play back. So, but again,
0: changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what say. Retooling, it. trying to make work. And then the midfield. This was wild to me, too. Of course, blessing. Yes, technically midfield, but right wing back, whatevs. But your you're, you're three guys in the middle you have Christosomo, Atwest, and Cifuentes. We two the two make sense, right? Christosoma, though is the other story, is 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 a little shocking, right? We thought maybe Janella, maybe Duke, right? I think it was what we were talking about. Did any of us rate Christosoma as a starter for this one? I don't think we did, right? No. No. Ooh, so that's another another shocker. And then of course Rodriguez and Arango. They're listed high. I I don't know how high Rodriguez was really playing in this game. It seems like he was a little farther back in the play. Uh yeah. but that's that's the lineup. I thought it was a little bit trippy. Um yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I was, a little, I was a little thrown. I was. And I was like, we're in trouble. That's the first thing I thought is we're in trouble. <laughs> this is this is this is bad news. This is bad news. And yep. uh they came out and it wasn't bad news to kick off. Um, but before we talk about the play, bam, what did Carson do? Were they pretty predictable as to what we expected?
1: They were fairly predictable. So their starting lineup was
0: Bonds, Himalayan,
1: Dupoy. Um Caliboli, Arango, Ravenslaus, Dos Santos, Grancer, Casquez, Alvarez, and Chicharito as expected. That was the starting lineup
0: for them. Yeah, pretty much. That was it. Uh I love the guy at the top of the line. I'm been the referee. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like the referee. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the only one that I think we're a little bit like, okay, well, Vasquez is back, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, so he gets it over Legette, because I think we were talking about Legette getting in there, and so Vasquez wins over Legit. I mean, in terms of skill set, yeah, Vasquez probably is a better choice. In terms of heart and fight, I Legette kind of hasn't beat in that front. There's a different ownership that Legette takes into these games, so interesting, right? Interesting. Yeah. Um, Bond, no shot, no shock. Dupuis was one that we weren't sure about, and mm-hmm. Aralho's got it. locked. He's on lock now. Uh, that yeah. position's locked in. So, uh, play kicks off. It's testy as we expected, getting a little bit funky from the beginning. Uh, Tony, what what were our turning points from the uh, first half there?
2: So the first half, like it just like I said, is it, it was choppy. There was a lot of inconsistencies. We got, I'll say this, we got lucky on one play. We should have not had the full amount of players on the team, but got lucky on that one. But the the key points is pretty much the eleventh minute fall again. Our our main two guy literally that defenders all over the league have are been watching out literally jumps over two three sorry over three defenders on him and scores the opening goal in the eleventh minute. So it looked like we were going off to a hot start because it's always the first 20 minutes where we either are winning or losing and that's how it always goes no matter what throughout the season it's the first 20. and that is still going to this one because not even not even a full 10 minutes go by and pretty much it was a it, it was a nice pass but you to fall missed it by a, a hair and it was just a good run and we just let the goal in and we're we're up pretty much 19. 1-1.
0: Yeah. 19. We just 90. can't get through 20. 20 is our death. We can't get through 20. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's great to score early but the 20 curse continues. Um even when we've had a great side against mm-hmm. them the 20 curse continues. Um I just want to know who who out there is playing FIFA 22 and has fall as their their career player because uh <laughs> the amount of goals he scored in a short time it reminds me of like FIFA career mode right now. It really mm-hmm. is bizarre to see a young kid <laughs> doing what he's doing. It just it doesn't seem like reality it seems like a simulation. Uh I do, I do say I have never seen a young defender with a vertical leap like that before. No. And strength to take three guys out on that play. He was marked. He was marked. Yeah. And he still outleaps three veteran players to put that thing away. I don't get it. And then he could have done it another time, right? He had a miss yeah <sighs> he, he's shocking just, to me where he's at right now
2: that's a those kind of jumps are are forward are like forwards or like cristiano-esque like goals you know what i mean we're just floating in the air and like up there but he as a defender the closest person i know to to like who a defender that does really well on on like corners and free kicks is ramos that's the only one and ramos is not that tall mind you fall is literally doing that like crazy like highlight play where people are how this is how high fall fall jumps can you hit the ball really, like that's how it's going
0: Studs were, like, uh, after, after
1: he scored that goal <laughs> after he's got goal i sent out a tweet going sign for a five-year contract right now sign for a long-term <laughs> contract
0: a long term contract. Oh.
1: So in th- in three years, when Fenerbahce come knocking, he's still got two years on his contract.
0: He's not going to Fenerbahce, dude. This guy's heading <laughs> to Europe. Well, I mean, it is yeah. Europe. I get I get it. It's Europe, <laughs> but I mean Western Europe. Sorry, um, I could see him kicking butt, like like really in France, maybe. Hmm. Aaron DeVizier, something like yeah. that, as the, oh. down the line here. He'll have a he'll Easy. have like a starter club and then go from there in Europe. But yeah. there's something special about him. Um, it's yeah. not oh. it's not your average young player in this league, not even your promising young player. This guy's already got all the tools. It's yeah. a trip to see because I don't think we've ever had a young player with this skill set on our side yet. This this the top, top side potential there's another level to this player no
2: doubt i can see yeah. i can see him going to newcastle after all the money they're gonna get him, <laughs> let's get some like of
0: that money yeah.
2: Uh, yeah yeah i
1: will yeah we'll the, see.
0: The, the oil money right yeah mm-hmm. there it is yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for, uh, a couple of weeks ago for we did a q a on his instagram he's a huge olympic marseille fan he's got a yes. tattoo of them on him so that's yeah. he's, that's his dream club that's where he wants to go. So
0: They come knocking. It's going to be hard, guys. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. hard not to take That's the why deal because he's going f- to be like – Five-year
1: contract now? Five-year contract now? He, his value?
0: Yeah. If we don't get a transfer fee for him at one point in his career, um, fire everybody. <laughs> you better get this one right. Yeah, you know, You're getting a lot out of this one. So that is – and I hear the guys – I see Marvin. Uh, I'm just going to throw it up there because I thought it was pretty funny. Ball, he who giveth taketh. Um, which is of course reference to the 20 minute curse where we where we allow a goal um on a through pass that the announcers, if you watch the game, were like, Yeah, the galaxy all week have been training in how to split the center the center yeah. D for the center backs for, for LAFC. And it's like it doesn't take much homework, guys. Uh you just pass the ball. Uh <laughs> we, we never do well there. Um, so they split it, fall attempts to slide tackle where we're supposed to be next to him yeah he's that close but but you know just be against Tola
2: no it's just separation of our defense it's like is it him
0: is it the other guy who was watching the play
2: yeah like even though he go for it
0: is it Murillo right where do we go on this where are we going? This so, yes, falls the guy that made the attempt because he's the closest man to the ball in the pass. But who's running from what angle and where are they coming from? Mario's angle, it's Mario's man. Okay, um, or far fan trailing in, something's wrong there. He gets an easy play. Our goalkeeper comes out at a weird angle. Um, he wasn't, didn't appear ready for it, right, guys? Um, not like he's gonna do much on a breakaway. Let's be real, the screw up was the back line but the approach was so funky man i don't I don't know you know the at, the at no point in his approach on that break it was ever gonna be a time where he could contest anything yeah it was I'm flying out and I'm gonna watch it go in it it wasn't a good a good process in you know but it's a breakaway so there you go and I believe it's what now five <laughs> his first five against are in right without a save at this point. Like, uh, it's, it's bizarre to me. I've never seen that either for a player. Uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty tough. Uh, so that, there goes that, uh, we keep miss, we keep going though. We keep missing. Cause that's their next highlight. 22nd yeah. minute. We get a chance to respond. What happens, Tony?
2: b just misses the opportunity. And, and it's been like, I, I think he just, he, in, in, the night he just blew his his load last like couple that that carson game is the best way to say it i know it's like very very dirty but it's the best way to say it like he he just it just hasn't been the same he hasn't been able to finish and then like like five minutes later hernandez has an opportunity and whiffs it wide and again he was one of us to watch he was irrelevant in the game most of the game but it's again he's he's a poacher so that was one of his opportunities and just miss and that's how we pretty much end the half like it was aspiring it, for the first 11 minutes and then we get to don't make it past 20 and then it just becomes more of just a battle of like who can who can screw up first so they can be ahead yeah. you know what i mean that, that's let's just be honest that's how the game the game was
1: I, I, at yeah.
2: halftime, I i don't understand how Edwards
1: was still in the field. <laughs> he should have been. He should. He should got two yellows, red card. He was off.
0: Yeah, he was toast. Uh, yeah, in in a perfect world, and in, in not a rivalry match, uh, I don't blame the ref for swallowing the card. I mean, if Chicharito did the same thing, if Zlatan back in the day did the same thing because he got away with a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. it's a rivalry match. They're going to do anything in their power outside of a last man foul in the box or just on the edge of the box because, you know, penalty. Um, they're not going to call a red card if they don't have to. They'll find every reason not to make it an odd man game. Seriously. Seriously, they're not going to do it Uh, so they can get mad about it. We were lucky, but at the same time, you could tell the ref was never, ever gonna do it. He just had no stomach for that, unless VAR they are forced it. But nah, it's not mm-hmm. happening. Um, now, if it would have been like a scissor challenge, yeah, he's toast. But that, nah, not. Nah. We know the rules. He was supposed to get sent off. Yeah, yeah, it's a rivalry match. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, other things to take from that half. I will say this: with the lineup that we chose on the day to be drawn with these guys with their full rot I mean, nobody was really missing for them by choice. Nobody was mm-hmm. really missing for them. Um, they should trounce what we had on the field, right? For who's missing in this game. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. In fact, it could have been us with a lead should have been us with the lead. I as annoyed as I was with what happened with the goal, um, was acceptable to me because it put us in striking distance for the second half with a younger lineup, right? And thinking, okay. And Chicharito, to me, looked ineffective, which is also your target of the day. Um, they had to go around that. We were okay there. So, to me, wasn't pretty, but, again, you're on the road, you're trying to steal a game, you'll take it. You'll take it. Yeah. Uh, second half, <laughs> Of course, there was one funny moment, Tony. You have to bring that up.
2: <laughs> so um, I didn't catch it until I rewatched the game, but the commentators pretty much said playing out of Carson, California, not Los Angeles, Carson.
0: Was so, it FS1? Was that an FS1? FS1? It
3: they always F-1.
0: do that. Even when the even when the national team plays there, they always just call it Carson. They don't. They don't mince words. It's Carson.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So why it's- lie?
2: <laughs> exactly, like what I think, is. yeah, I don't, I don't care if it's they, they say, well, it's, it's part of the LA County, so is Westlake's, like, but they're also part of Ventura County, so, it, but that, that doesn't make them LA. Like, let's be real. Yeah. But uh, moving forward, um, out of the whole thing, pretty much the only two things we have to talk about is the defender of the game, the goalposts <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so at the 61st minute um, there's a header chance by Carson and, it is, and it's saved off the crossbar and then on the 72nd, uh, 72nd minute again same thing header hits, hits this time the post and it goes out so we could have been down and losing this game if it wasn't for our pretty much our extra defender that we had back there
0: even more so our goalkeeper on both plays were just like ball watching. Yeah. No tracking back in case something just, if it happens, it happens. Uh, which drives me up a wall is a, is a old busted goalkeeper. (laughs) Um, at least make it look like you're trying, uh, get elevated, do something. Uh, yeah, and we got lucky on that. Um, there were some chances, you know. Moose came in, mm-hmm. had a weak shot, but was in the right place at the right time where he was supposed to be. Hughes' runs were good in the second half. I was okay with it. Um, just again, just, they don't have strength in the attack. Like there, there's no like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it around on this shot and get a good shot on goal. I think there was one one good save that mm-hmm. Bond had to make in the second half where it actually had to be a good one, um, where there was a real opportunity. But otherwise. A lot of stuff that could have been, should have been, and just didn't have a follow-through. Yeah. There were sequences. You know, we could have stolen this game. There's no My doubt God. there was a chance to steal this game. But I'll, it just I'll seemed re- to just ease up at the wrong times.
2: I'll yeah. repeat it again. It was
0: who can make the mistake
2: so the other team can win the game. That that was the game. That was overall the game. If you want to put it in a bubble and like say in one sentence what it was, that's it who is going to make the first mistake for the other team to win.
0: Yeah. And this is like one of the first times where we ceded possession to them as well. I'm just Mm saying, okay, we're going to, we're going to be the plucky team. (laughs) It really did. We we were, we were basically like, you take it to us. We'll see what's going to happen. In terms of expected goals on the day, they were 1.64. We were 1.4. They had 64% of possession. Like I said, Um, shots, we had 14. They had 10. That's rather interesting. Of that, this was funny. Guess how many shots on target they had, guys?
2: One. I was guessing.
0: <laughs> so does that mean our goalkeeper still has no saves in his career?
2: Uh in our yeah. in LaFC career, yeah. Yeah.
0: So. yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, we had seven on target. Of course, the posts. I know the posts. The posts. <laughs> guess what? Posts aren't shot on goal. So shot next to goal. Yeah, um, one, dude, one. So there goes that. Uh, not much else. And you look at the stats was kind of like it looks a little bit lame stat wise. I mean, it was more of a, a war of attrition and it showed uh, we took a point on the road. We needed a win. That hurts. Uh, put ourselves behind the eight ball because the teams ahead of us got results they needed. Minus one of them didn't, but the others did. So we lost ground. Well, we got a moral victory by getting a draw on the road with a limited side. We lost ground in the playoff hunt. So that that that's real talk. Really, the highlight for me of the game, of course, was the 32-52 and the passion brought on. Um, everyone that was there that wasn't in the section, that's what they heard all game, all game, all game. You watch it on TV, it's the 32-52. This was probably the most, biggest trouncing off, off the field that I've ever seen in terms of, of singing and chanting and next level. Probably our biggest group we've had outside of the opening, opening one, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which we were in a different section lower. Uh, But this was, this was Mm -hmm. extra special. That's for sure. I know Tony, your voice was shot. My voice was shot. If it wasn't anywhere there, there was something wrong with you, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, it was nuts. Uh, We made the noise. Now I just got to keep the positive. Tony Impressions, sir. Um I'll say the MVP for I don't know from
2: everywhere else, but in the section where I was sitting and pretty much playing there's this one dude. Don't know what he was on. <laughs> I don't know what he was drinking, but he was stomping that like the the, the floor so hard like I thought he was going to break his leg. Like <laughs> I was looking at my other B members, I'm like, are you watching this? Like he it wasn't like a stomp like like we usually do. He was like, Gush, gush, gush. And I was like, bro, you're gonna hurt yourself. He would like, but that was like the passion, like that we've all brought in like going hard. And I I honestly couldn't even hear them, and especially We watching the game, they had to like literally mic up their supporter section so you wouldn't hear us is the best way to say it. Wait,
0: Mike, do you switch sides for this one?
2: (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much.
0: (laughs) All I know is I saw one of their capos on his cell phone in the capo stand. I saw that photo. Yo, okay. We didn't have any of that. That's for sure. Um, and you're saying with a guy like stomping to the point where his leg was going to break. It's kind of like we have this drug we call the wante. Um, <laughs> if you need doses, you just consult your local capo. Because uh, <laughs> there was a lot of it on the day and we seem to yeah. have a lot of it all the time. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was super cool. 13 buses there, 13 buses back. Nobody missed the bus home. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, right. Um, everybody made it home. No man left behind. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Good on you. I can't wait for the next road trip. I know there's going to be a lot of them because we talk about the playoffs. Um, bam, final thoughts before we give it to the gallery.
1: With the, the lineup, I was pleasantly surprised with how we played. That That's the, the biggest thing for me. See that lineup? I'm sitting there going, oh, it's going to be 5-0, 6-0. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. They stepped up. They stepped up and I was pleasantly surprised and I will happily eat my hat and go, you know what? I was wrong. There's a lot of still a lot of work to do with some of those players, but they're young.
0: This is yeah. going to be a good squad. Dude, it, there is so much promise we're getting from this. We see the holes. We all see the holes. But from the young players, they're not the ones letting us down. They're not the ones letting us down. It's the guys who are paying a lot of money to come in and do the job they're letting us down. Straight up. Yeah, right. We don't have a full-time functional DP. But what we do have is Fall. Romero, when Romero gets to play. Uh, Sifu. Sifu. Atuesta. These are kids, guys. They're young and they're still doing what they're doing every week. Arango's a vet, right? He's mid twenty, late 20s, but he's still not old um, and he's doing what he's got to do. He got beat up all game. Yeah. Real. He oh, got yeah, that, isolated too much. That's oh, not on him. The work rate yeah. was proper. Um, He just had nowhere to go, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, the new faces that are showing up are showing up, and it's not the guys getting paid the most. That's what we're learning this year, and that has to be addressed at the offseason. So, all right, let me throw it to everybody. I see Marvin Chavez is on this. Juan Vargas, welcomes, welcome. Welcome, uh, Vargas. What am I doing? Uh, <laughs> what's good, brother? Uh, Oscar the Coyote is on. Good stuff. Hooligan hey. Ox in the show. Uh, Jason Lemus, who's becoming a total awesome regular man, happy to have you here. Gives a round of applause to 3252 for over 600 plus souls. Repping hard is about 650, I'd say. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful to see. Um Marvin Chavez calling out the galaxy being dumb, doing what they did. Uh against drunk rivals and sober rivals that 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 have cell phones that operate. Um Huganox, it's the keepers, creeper statue. Yeah. Put it in a <laughs> field of corn, right? Creep exactly. some people out for Halloween. Um Oscar could it crazy how louder 3250 was compared to the entire Carson fan base inside their own stadium. Dude, it was a destruction. Yeah. Hooligan Ox with the Jeepers Creature statue. Good. Uh Jason Lemus, Carson plastic fan base. Again, we don't need to talk about them. It's about us now. They did the wave. Uh, we've done the wave.
2: But they were like, but they but it's like I know we've done the wave but it's just like I don't know at the all-star game
0: we did the wave yeah. well yeah that's what I'm saying like
2: at the all-star game we did the wave but not during like an actual LAFC match like I don't think we've ever done the wave because we provide so much more entertainment for everybody in our stands that we they don't need to do that they join in with us well while... yeah something yeah. like that the, the, the last time I
1: sold a wave was at a cricket match
0: Well, there's nothing going on for like four plus hours. No, 12 hours. They have a tea time. I don't know. That game's crazy. (laughs) It's it's an amazing game. Five days. Uh, Nope, nope, nope. Seems like an excuse to just go drinking for five straight days. I think it is. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) There it is. He agrees. He agrees. There it is. Uh, Marvin Chavez. Yes, the plastics. I know. I keep calling us that. That's cool. You talk about us. We'll just keep painting Tifo. Deal? Deal? Let's keep that up. Uh, Luke and Ox. (laughs) Uh, It's all part of the promotion, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Marvin Chavez, even when they were fourth place, they had a record again. Talk about them less, and they'll have even lower attendance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jason Linus, also anti-violence in football for any sport. (sighs) Yeah, exactly, man. Go there support your side. Make the beautiful game beautiful, right? Grow it. You can't grow it when it's all negative. You cannot grow out of negativity. You only shrink fan bases, which maybe that's their end game is they want to shrink us by dragging us into a bar fight. I don't know, but let's not fall for it. Uh, Jason Lima is keeping the stands who chants louder? who makes the better tifos? online arguing on, on, when it comes a hey, banter's banter. I love banter. I love you. Bam knows this. I love banter. I have a great time <laughs> with it, but I know where to leave it. Right. Yeah. I know when to go to work. Seriously, right? It only counts when it's in the stands. The rest of it is bullshit, right? It's what you do in the stands that matters. Uh, Hooligan Ox, exactly. If they don't literally put a stop to it, someone's gonna end up dead. I agree. You Mm -hmm. know, that's how it it gets ruined. You want to lose what you have, go dark with it. We'll lose everything. Um, everyone has troublemakers, they do. Um, yeah. Through okay, so throw someone threw a flare into the home stands was a big gripe. Yeah, that was dumb. I'll say that right now. That was dumb. Throw it at me. You, get mad at me within our own fan base. Do, that was dumb. It was. You do you do stuff
1: like that? They're gonna ban the flares in stadiums.
0: Oh, they're already banned. Um, no, that's, that's
1: yeah. not never allowed. But, that's just the, well, yeah. Well know that, like like how when we score a goal, we have the black and gold smoke going up. They'll take that away from us because of that.
0: Yeah, we lose. <laughs> the only one that can lose if things get taken away is us because they don't offer it anyway. We offer it. So we're the only ones that can lose, and they know that. They have nothing to lose. We have everything to lose right now. So, yeah, that was – I was hearing it was a mistake, but optics are optics, man. It's never a good thing. Um, Hooligan Ox, Sheriffs for standing, Yeah, I don't even talk about those fools. That was that was bad. The whole securities apparatus was just not what it needed to be. Um, losses all around there. Uh, ours is pretty dialed in. So at the bank, we can only control what happens at the bank, and the bank needs to get it done. And they they've been improving. So there's that. Uh, Jason just, Lemus, just best the, derby game. Mm-hmm. Just
3: the wait
1: till the day. In Melbourne, first period there we had anti-terrorism people watching us. We had the riot squad around us. This is stuff that we've been through in the last 10 years in in Australia with supporter groups and all that. I've seen both sides of it. I've seen how wonderful it is over there. I've seen it wonderfully here. and I've seen
0: it destroyed here. The active support here got destroyed. I've been stuck in brawls with certain groups over there attacked i've been there it's been the wilderness before guys we're in it pretty good right now it was used to be the wilderness um you don't want to go back to that stuff it's no good for anybody and the ones that get hurt are the ones that didn't start it that's how it always ends up it's innocent people that gets hurt so yeah uh jason is best derby game here in the states but bad apples are trying to ruin it for us again they have nothing to lose. We have everything to lose. Stay on the right side of it. Don't get egged on. Um, Carlos, see, I'm really hoping these derbies don't turn into Chivas versus America games that I went to as a kid in the 80s. Yeah, those are wild. Those stuff, are rough. Even, even when it came up here for these, like, one-offs, it was still 80s Bad. and 90s were sketch, man, for sure. Uh, Jason Lemus. Yeah, I mean that's why it's not united. I'm not going to say the names, but people need to focus on the end game. If they focus on the end game, they could definitely challenge us, right? And 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 raise up. At the end of the day, and I'll say this as the former president of the 3252, what we all want to see is the entire league getting to our level and challenging us to be even that much better. That's what we really want to see. We want to see Dallas step up. I love seeing what Austin's doing right now. I absolutely love it. Tonight's TIFO look dialed in for the U.S. national team. And that's because the artists from Austin took care of business. I love that. I love that Atlanta is big. I love that Minnesota has a wonder wall. All that helps us because I want to go travel across the country, and it's my greatest excuse to go see these amazing places where supporters are thriving. So, you know, do I want to see the Carson supporters get it right? Honestly, like for the good of the game – for yes. the good of our environment going there, they got to get it right. They got to get out of the gutter. They got to get out of the gutter. You know, I, are we going to help them do that? No, they're a rival, but they got to find their way. And if they do, we all win. Seriously. If they have peace, we all have peace. So, yeah. Uh, Hawks. Yeah, LAX used to be what they were called back in the day when they'd have to unite in the stands, and they were fine when they did it. Um, Yeah. Thirty-two fifty-two changed everything. We all know that. We all know that. No supporter group <laughs> in the league can acknowledge that. Um, oh, the rich side. I must have been talking about uh, when we were talking about the stadium. Yeah. The West is the. Ri- oh, the expensive seats.
2: Yeah, they are.
1: Corporate
0: yeah. seats are over there. Luxury boxes are over there seems pretty rich to me. That's say, Not judging, with... just saying.
1: Yeah, all the all the stadiums I've been into, the west side's rich side.
0: We all know where the wave dies. <laughs> yeah. In the all-star game, where does the wave keep dying? The west side. It's the west side. Uh, there's a rich side. We're all rich in some ways, right? Mm, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's where, where LFC Rich sits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True.
0: Oh, dude, there that, that's the fun location over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, we had Sia in the house last time. That was pretty funny, Bam. Yeah. She paid us a visit. Just saying, nice. She must. She must have loved it because we all have face coverings here, so she felt at home. Uh, <laughs> that's her all the time. Doesn't take a pandemic. <laughs> we all went to her level, man. It's <laughs> great. It's great. Uh, Jason uh, expecting Romero to get back in, but nope. Same here. I don't know why Bob gave Romero another rest day. I gotta ask the man, right? Marvin Chavez shocked to see Farfan start over Ibiaga, but honestly, Farfan wasn't bad for the first time. Here's the deal with Farfan. If his job is to remain defensive all game and not pull up, we're good. He's stable. But it, the minute you force him to go forward, <laughs> chaos ensues. Um that that's where his experience is lacking, which is why he drives us nuts when he's as left but as a left back. Um, because he gets lost on the return. And the distribution is not where it's at yet. Could it develop? Yeah, yeah. But defensively speaking, he he when he that's the focus. He's okay. He does a job. Uh, no Duke. Yeah, I was I was sad Jason did not see Duke get get a start. In a way, I just I think he's deserved it at this point. Uh, Christian Philly there he is brother Philly Philly Philly. Um, still far from a fan of far fan. Yeah, dude. There's there's there is upside though. I'm gonna keep saying it. There's upside with him. That's why he gets the minutes. Uh Jason Lemus, I laughed at too when he threw a fit wanting Edwards to be kicked out of the game. Anytime Chitrutu throws a fit, his contortions are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> when he tries to sell it to a ref, I'm always I'm always loving it. It's funny. Wherever team, whatever team he's been to, it is it, it yeah, he freaks out. It's great. Um <laughs> Juan Vargas says Tovarich. Uh, is that the Ontario Fury's very own Christian Philemon? No, that's LAFC and Defenders of the Banks very own Christian mm-hmm. Philemon, who actually promote a really good ticket deal at the Ontario Fury that we'll talk about in the off more because we have business to attend to. Uh <laughs> Jason, Araho and Grand Surf fouls were pretty harsh. If you look at it. you know, they could have gotten into trouble too. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh hooligan Ox, i'm waiting for black friday so i can get it on sale i, I don't know what he's oh FIFA. I I'm, the FIFA. It. I'm crazy i already bought it i can't help myself same uh, <laughs> yeah i got to do the beta testing so i'm like i already knew what to expect so i'm like i'm gonna do this goalkeepers goalkeepers are trash in this version but it's okay um Moving on, moving on. Surprise, Moon and Palacios didn't get the start. I'm not surprised at all. They've been a liability defensively for a while now. And they wanted to get through the first 20 minutes, and you can't guarantee it with those two. If you're chasing a game, right, then I get it with those two. But if you're trying to keep things calm, that's chaos. I totally got why they didn't get the moment. For sure. Juan Vargas is calling Mamadou fall to PSV. I don't know. We're trying to buddies right now with Ajax. Could that be something? Just saying. Um, There's a relationship there that, yeah. We dig the Ajax vibe. Don't you all? Right? I can see that. Chavez says, League Uh, Ligue Right, got to get it right. Uh, it's perfect for fall. He speaks French, I believe. Yep, you're right. The Marseille fan that he is. So there you go. Um, in all fairness, the fall it was perfectly passed by Vasquez. He is an elite passer. Dude, they again they set up a play to beat us on this. They knew what they were doing, they saw the weakness and they took advantage of it. So there it is. Uh moving forward, the ball watching curse from Hooligan Ox. Right. We do that a lot. Uh Jason Lee Jason says B Rod has a cool off ever since that magic goal against Carson. I think he's still watching the replays on his Instagram. Maybe that's what's going on there. Uh <laughs> Lugan Ox, just glad uh, Chicha Tronco couldn't score on us. Agre- agreed. Agreed. I got my, I might be his last chance to, right? I mean, who knows if he's coming back next year? Huh? That's another story for them. Uh, Janela missed an opportunity ball, hit the top of the crossbar. We did have a crossbar shot from Janela. That is true. A floaty crossbar. Yeah, we had ours. Um, <laughs> Jason Lemus, Jamal was just a tall statue, slender man mode. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sold yet. I can't be sold if the guy's got no saves after what? <laughs> yeah, multiple matches. I don't know. Uh, man of the match was Blessing. Uh, Hooli Knox, I think you have a point there. And I will say this with Blessing. If there was ever a man that should be in this rivalry match, it is him uh, he gets next level against these guys. He's always next level, but he gets really, like, his best form is always against the Galaxy. So it's always inspiring to watch him play and the work rate that he puts in. So I'm with you on that, Ox. He's always the MVP, though. Let's be real. Bam. <laughs> say Sorry to jump
1: in. Yeah, I just seen a tweet out by Pat. I just shared it with you guys. A Cruise of Zul fan jumped on the pitch during their friendly against... um. San Jose and threw a punch at a player. Jesus. What? There's video yeah. of it. Yeah. And wonder how to put the guy in a headlock. I just, I sent it to you guys, the copy of the tweet. <sighs> but yeah, with everything that's been going on that we we're talking
0: about, this shit's getting out of hand. Yeah. People are getting crazy in this pandemic, man.
2: I'm going to say COVID <laughs> a remember on everybody.
0: Y'all don't know how to act in public anymore. I don't get it. Ah, moving on, moving on. Let's see if there's any more comments we're going to throw out there. Um, There were comments about the goalkeeper that I saw. Uh, Yes, there was a girl in the other end laying on the capo stand. I don't get that either. She was having a nap? Yeah, (laughs) Hooligan ox. We have never had a full lineup with our 3DPs, and our 3DPs have never played like 3DPs. I'll add that on there too. True, true, and we still somehow have a competitive side uh team bonia thirty-two fifty-two. kill it on sunday glad i was able to be there chanting and showing carson what a legit supporter group is and sounds like it was a hell of a night it was a hell of a long night too wasn't it
2: oh my god we started
0: at noon at the bank and didn't get close to home until nine ish i mean i mean to the bank like (laughs) close to nine it was a long day
2: some of Long them. Day. So, some of the supporters were actually there at 10:30 at the Chuparia, so they've been there longer.
0: They've been partying. Yeah, I don't want to see what my credit card bill is because there was a lot of spent uh, in Carson. Just, I know it's going to be severe. It's going to be severe, but it's okay. It was an experience. Cool. Thank you, sir. So we're going to transition now out of that game. You saw the reactions from us. Just move forward, just move forward, just move forward. Uh, Bam, you have some club news you wanted to talk about? Yeah, um, first one off is um, Remy
1: is no longer the LAFC's FIFA player for esports. Um, I also heard rumor that a Jay Zaka is a front runner to take that role.
0: Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my kid <laughs> in a few <laughs> years. Whew yeah yeah um some other club news
1: coming up is this saturday there's a futsal event down at um what's empowerment center at two two five zero east 114th street um in los angeles that's from 11 a.m to 2 p.m so get down to that if you can Um, also there is some new COVID rules that have come out for inside the stadium so proof of vaccination or proof of negative COVID test taking no more than 72 hours prior. Is so that some of the new um, COVID stuff that
0: we're going to go through? Okay. So um, I'm going to try to get this a little closer. There we go. A little bit closer. Um yeah, as you see here, you have to have a photo ID that matches your proof of vaccination or negative test results. Uh, all guests over the age of two, regardless of vaccination status, are required to wear face coverings unless actively eating or drinking in designated areas. Actively. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the good thing is that uh, it, 12 and under don't have to deal with the like negative test rule. So that's kind of a positive, you could say for Mm -hmm. my kids um but still gotta wear the masks man like that that's it and then there are a lot of 3252 supporters or actually lafc supporters that i'm sure are going to be impacted by this because let's be real they're not they're not vaccinated yet um and so you better get that test because if you don't have that test Mm -hmm. now i i was hearing there might be some rapid tests on site near site um, doubt it would be free if that was the case. We'll see if it develops. We got a few days here still until the game. So a little more details will come out from it. Um, but do realize that, yeah, this is the new reality until things get a lot, lot better, especially with schools opening and so many positive cases. We're not out of the woods, not even close to it yet. Um, thank goodness they're not shutting us down. So we'll take the new directives and get through this. And get your shots. Um, I know I got my third dose last week. It kicked my butt for one day. I was an idiot and got it two days before the match. So, you know, I wasn't 100% for that. Um, Should have waited till Monday. But it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) Still breathing, guys. I don't have an extra arm. And I didn't turn into uh, Captain America. So, obviously, it's not that bad. Um, I know Bam's got his. Tony's got his. And everybody wants to be in the North End full time and get out of this mask situation because us with beards, we hate masks. Um, I'll do anything to get out of a mask, man. Seriously. Seriously. Bam's laughing. Are you going to say something? Go for it, brother.
1: Oh, I agree completely. Like I only got my one shot. I got my second shot coming up in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I can leave the house when I have to because I don't want to wear a mask.
0: It's annoying. Doing, yeah. I mean, you get I work all day in a mask, but yeah, you don't want that. Nobody wants that. We want to move on, and we only we're gonna gonna move on is if we get some sort of a herd immunity from everybody getting the shot. So, want to play politics or not? I just want to play health, safety, and uh, look out for my for the guy on my right. So, there you go, exactly Mm -hmm. right shoulder to shoulder vaccines that counts too. So that's where i'm at all right so uh moving on to the playoff hunt let's be real here it ain't that great okay uh so looking at let me move in here playoff chances because let's let's just do that so we move into the western conference here where are we at what are we doing we are sitting at 34 points about six games to play We're chasing Vancouver, who's not in the playoffs, at 37 points. Minnesota at 38. The Galaxy at 39. Okay, and RSL also has 39. It doesn't look that far, but it is. Because they all have to play Western Conference sides as well. And so every week it's going to be complicated. And it's not like it's going to be a case where all of them can lose at the same time. Because in many cases, they're playing each other. So this is a hard situation for us. Uh, looking at the odds provided, I'll jump onto that one right now. Uh, our odds dropped by 0.7%. So according to sports club stats, this is where I'm getting it. 538. It always gives you kind of a rosy picture and that still has us in like the forties range mm-hmm. 46, I believe in reality Uh, we're a 16.8% chance of getting into the playoffs right now. You're like, how can that be? The points are so close again. The issue is strength of schedule in truth. We have the third hard, third most difficult schedule in the league for the entire season. And I think third most difficult, the remaining matches left. It's a hard ask going forward. That's why the odds Mm -hmm. are so hard because everyone we're playing is still in the hunt. And that, that, that's a big problem. Um, looking forward at our schedule before it, because we want to look at the other guys too. Um, if I look at our schedule, we, in this lovely trend, will play San Jose on the 16th after the break uh, at home. Then we travel to Dallas. Then we travel to Minnesota. And then we host Seattle, host Vancouver, and then travel to Colorado. Of the teams... The next two games are realistic ones that we should be winning, playing both teams, San Jose and Dallas, who are not in a playoff spot. The only other non playoff team there right now is Vancouver, and they're ahead of us and close. Other than that, so three outside the playoffs, but one we're chasing. The other three are in the playoffs and strong. Seattle, probably going to be top in the division. Minnesota, climbing, and we're chasing them. Uh, Colorado, looking darn secure for the last day so it is not an easy schedule you're like yeah but what about the guys we're chasing right we're trying to get lined up against what minnesota who's holding the last spot i'm gonna back up here so you're like okay so what does minnesota have why are we so freaked out about minnesota well if i look at their schedule which they're doing pretty good they have to face colorado at home austin on the road Okay, last place team. Then they host Philadelphia. That ain't easy, but they're at home. Then they host us. Then they travel to Vancouver. They host Kansas City. And they got to play at the Galaxy on the last day. Not the easiest schedule, but they still have to play the last place team. Or second to last right now. I guess Houston is (laughs) tanked even worse. Um, But still uh and they have one game in hand on us that's the big scary thing is they have one extra game um and you know who they play so say they get a result or they lose to colorado that's realistic colorado can beat them um but they beat austin they get a draw against philly they draw against us they beat vancouver beat kansas city cuz they're at home And then look at the Galaxy who's doing what they're doing right now. You can see where the point situation is this chase that we're not sure we're going to get to. That's the hard part. Unless the Galaxy completely loses out, which I'm not putting it past them, that's the other team that's in that could possibly drop out uh, their schedule as follows, because I think it's important to see what they're doing. Loading, loading, loading. Uh, they are at home against the Timbers. Then they go to last place, Houston. Then they got to play Dallas, both out of the playoffs. Then they go to Kansas city. Then they go to Seattle and then the home against Minnesota. So the way it looks for them is they'd have to blow a game against Houston and, and against Dallas to give us a real fair shot. Am I looking at that right, bam? Are you there, bam? Yeah, you hear yeah. me, man? Yeah. Yep. You're sorry. Bat- yeah. So <laughs> yeah, as, as you it. see as well, I mean, someone has to completely tank to get us into the playoffs, right? Yeah, pretty much. And
1: okay. With with how they're playing, there's some that you just can't see them dropping points too.
0: Yeah. I just don't. You know, it's tough because I see two wins in the galaxy schedule. Just no way around it. There's two wins unless they completely lose out for the rest of the season. Could that happen? It could be a miracle. Maybe maybe it's Carson that's going to donate to us in this race. <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, and you look at Vancouver's schedule. I think you've I've mentioned them a few times in some of these lineups. Um, theirs is, again, playing the West. What you're looking at is a chance where everyone could end up going 500 ball for the rest of the season because it's so tight right now. Draws everywhere, you know. Um, but for us, our only choice we have is to win. If we don't get a result against San Jose, it's over. It's over. Like, you have to beat them. You have to get revenge in this match. If you don't go there, that was your weakest team outside of Dallas that's left on your schedule. Tony, what what's your path? Do you see a, a decent path, or it's just pretty much run the table?
2: Run the table. At the end of the day, we just got to do it. We just I, – I know it's like a – like a Bob thing to say because he said, he's like, how many points do we need or whatever, but we just need all the points because at this point, (laughs) um, we can't, we can't drop anything. We, we've, we, our buffer that we had to drop is gone and passed. We have to run the table and get, to be honest, from here on in, go on a winning streak to make it because that way we give ourselves a chance and we don't have to rely on too much, but other than that, if we don't do if we don't pick up three points in San Jose, then I, I don't I, I out of some miracle we I don't see us making the playoff.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's it's real tough. Good thing is we host them at home in a twelve thirty game. The weather should be good for that. I know <laughs> I'll be there. I know you'll be there. Bam will be there in spirit. Um yeah. home cooking I'll, should I'll be, be full full tilt. Yeah. I'll be watching for my bed. 6 i am yes. kickoff i'll be watching from bed of course there is one player that should be back by then right guys that, that that's been debated and continually debated could that be the re- Vela, the return of the king which
2: Vela? which king- be- i was gonna say which Vela okay. do we get the king or the the uh prima dama
0: the king and lord of the rings or the king on a chessboard? what are we getting exactly <laughs> the one that falls over means you lose um Which king are we getting? Um, So we—they're saying he's back to full training, right? And he's back on the pitch. He's doing his thing, and he has two weeks to get ready for this game. they can prep the man for the two weeks, and we'll hopefully we get something out of him. I think he'd be a super sub. In reality, it depends on fine with
1: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends on if B Rod and Cheeky's back in time, and what happens with them they're off on the at the moment. They had their first game today.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so that's B-Rod played. Yeah. So we had today. I'll just go, go through it while we we're talking about it. B-Rod played in the first half in a 0-0 draw against Colombia. And Chicky was an unused sub in a 3-0 win over Bolivia.
0: Yeah. High altitude. Was on the road to Bolivia? Uh, can't tell the That's, like, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um. All right. So it's asking yeah. a lot of these guys who are who are. You know, B. Rod's going to play, man. Like he's playing in these matches. There's no question. He's getting his minutes for them. Palacios yeah, Sometimes mm. we don't know if he's going to play, but we know B. Rod plays. He plays. Yeah. Uh, if they're back in time, does San Jose lose anybody? I don't think so. Right.
2: Not no. as of right now. It's like I said, we don't know what's gonna happen the next the next week. Something could happen, but at the moment I think they have full roster besides the usual suspects who are out for the season.
0: Yeah. Okay, so they're resting for two weeks. I do like I do like seeing our guys getting arrested, you know, the Colombian contingent heading out to the Grand Canyon. That was pretty cool. Um <laughs> they kind of needed recharge anyway. They all need yeah. one right now. Uh, it's good this week to get things right in the head. Uh, before the mad rush to the finish. So I'm okay with that guys. G- get your needed rest, right? Get mm-hmm. those injuries two weeks to get ready to just do the one hell of a run to the finish and uh, follow falls social media. Cause he's, he's, he's <laughs> raring to go guys. It's pretty cool to watch. Um, so there's that um, outside of the playoff hunt. Definitely. We want to talk about some club and community stuff. So I'm going to throw this one over to Tony, um, you've got a few things to talk about, right?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so um, as most of our um, I didn't know this happened, and I don't know if most of you know um, our brother and friend in thirty two fifty two and our family, uh, Slippy, is going through a hard time at the moment. Um, he was ambushed in pretty much um after the mid city uh mid game and. Um, took some damages, lost his phone and whatever he had on it, valuable wise. It it's not the, it's not the physical, the physical stuff that happened. It's more mental stuff, and coming from people around me who have to deal with everything like that. From my, actually someone close to me, a couple people. The mental stuff is actually what kind of goes, kind of hits you the hardest. And um, he started a GoFundMe to help with all the medical and and uh, uh, everything for him. Uh, I will put it up in our link in our bio for a while, just so you can donate. He only wanted a little bit, but it, it, it was it took a lot for him to ask for help. As anyone knows, it's hard to ask for help because before um, he even posted that he was selling some of his uh, jerseys to help pay for his medical bills and stuff like that and I hope he doesn't I hope he gets that back or people help him get it back because that's something no one should do because we all get jerseys of our team because it's childhood it's something to rep and we shouldn't be we shouldn't give it up unless we're passing it down to our family Um, with that being said also, reach out to, it's also with everything that's been going on, just reach out to anybody, talk, just listen, because you don't know what someone's going through, especially mentally, because that's something no one wants to ask. And it's, it's especially in Latino culture, it's like the machismo thing, and that's the hardest thing to do. So if someone needs, if you run into someone just wants to talk, just answer that phone call, take five minutes of your time just to help them out and be there for them.
0: Without a doubt, yeah, Brian um, Slippy. I've known him since he was like a kid. Back rooting for another team back in the day. Um, He's always been around the culture, thrown through a footballer, Um, and and a a positive spirit. Um, You know him if you know him, you know him. You know there's no doubt in the North End, right? Huge personality, all around, full passion. He was at the game against Carson. He was ambushed, guys. Ambushed and mugged getting off of a a public bus, like as bad as it gets. It really is. Um, And he has taken some damage. He was injured. Um, Medical expenses is what's covering for the most part. You know how bad that gets, how quick that goes bad. Um, He is going to need some rehabilitation related to the injuries that he suffered. Um, So it could be more than what he's even listing. Um, He's a very proud guy. He didn't feel comfortable doing what he's doing. But it's necessity. And like Tony says, selling your jerseys and stuff, that's a part of your identity. You know football. Um, that's a part of your soul. Those don't come back. Uh, it, it shouldn't come down to that, especially when you're the victim of a crime. Like, this is not ever okay. Um, and so I think even from us on the Harlow Valley of, of side, I guarantee we're, we're going to do what we can to support where we can support, um, be out there for them. He needs it, guys. He really needs it. He's taken some other losses um, this year that have been hard on him, too. So it's kind of compounding for him. Um, and so reach out. Give him a hug. Do whatever you got to do um, with anyone in our North End that's suffering. Get out there and help. Call some others in. There's a lot of people that need a good hug these days. So, um, Brian, we're thinking of you, brother. We love you, man. Um, we're here. We're definitely here. And I can't wait to see you on against San Jose, man. You know, I'll be, you know, I'll be stopping by. There's no doubt. So, um, yeah, check it out. Check out his um, GoFundMe page. We'll throw it up on socials as well. Um, so you can make, make a donation um, if you can. Because I know these are tough times. But yeah. If you can, please do. Please do. Um, outside of that, you know, I think community, we we're going to talk about perspective as well and keeping the peace and just keeping it positive and not losing our way. I think we went pretty heavy on that already. We're just going to reiterate it. Stay positive. Do the right things. Focus on the football. We have a playoff race. Don't get stuck in the in the melee. We don't need it. Doesn't game's over. That's past us now. Move on. You could face them in the playoffs. You never know. Um, but again, your culture that you're building. Focus on your culture. That's what's going to get us where we need to go. Uh, Bam. Do you want to talk about the Rosie Success Tour? Because it is a <laughs> success tour. <laughs>
1: It's a massive success, tour. So his last game was against Kassim He played for 65 minutes in a 2-1 win, and his two goals came from his assists. So he's going quite well. His his next game is away to Trabzant Sapor, who are one point behind them in second place. So Rossi's Fenerbahce are top of the league at the moment. And they kick off 9 a.m. L.A. time on the 17th. So they're on international break at the moment. So he's got some time to recover, enjoy Turkey. I saw a um, Instagram photo of his missus out there with him. So she's enjoying it.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were in Istanbul. Uh, it looked pretty darn cool by the bridge. I didn't realize it lit up the way it did. Look, I'd like to go. Looks nice, (laughs) Quite fun. So, uh, super cool, super cool in him. I'm happy. He's happy, right? He's put his. He's given us some amazing memories. I'm happy. He's happy, and uh, the better off he is, the better off we are, because there's a transfer fee in the in the works there. And so, uh, we can't have nice things unless uh, our our investments pay off. So, thank you, Uh, Diego. Yeah, for stepping up over there, man. Um, All love from our end. We knew you had it in you, man. No question about it. Yeah. And we knew it was long overdue. So good on you, sir. Uh and some other music some other news that yeah. came mm-hmm. before we get into that, some other news that came out. We've
1: got two of our players off for the Mexico under twenties. They're going to Spain. Mm-hmm. So we've got um Christian Torres and Tony Leone. They're off to Spain for a camp. And I believe they're playing the English and French under twenties over there. Don't know when those games are or anything will be Done about that, but those two are on their way over there.
0: Dude, I can't blame them for featuring for Mexico at all. They're actually playing games. On the other <laughs> side, U.S. Soccer is asking for you to raise funds for them for, for their youth teams. So, yeah. Oh man. It's pathetic. Um, so good on the boys. Um, they're repping us well over there again, showing so much promise. Y'all know how much I can't wait to see him back on the field for us again. I know it's been a long time since we've seen him out there um again next year he's going to be very bright with our young talent exactly. these guys two will be featuring good times ahead good times ahead so uh let's move on to the vinyl club minute because mine ain't the most entertaining it's just the title was sketchy and the song was catchy as I hear on the radio but um <laughs> i'll let bam lead because i'm betting this one's way freaking better than the choice i had so lead the way sir what now, is your png vinyl club minute um i didn't really
1: have one for this so because this week's been interesting to try and get over the game so all i've done is i found the your pick the not dead yet by lord Huren. huron i've got their uh-huh. huron yep so i'm jumping on there your is. bandwagon
0: with that one too there's a the cover for it so uh-huh. Uh-huh. go ahead dude so lord huron i was listening to xm like it's catchy uh call the song is called not dead yet it's it's a good song it's a good song and so far i was just hearing that and I was just getting that vibe of we're not out of this yet so F everybody if you think we are. Um, it might feel down, you might feel low, right? Uh don't give up. We're there. So there it is. It's not something I would normally, you know, throw out there, but but again, I was digging the vibe. So shout out to Lord Huron and the uh, song Not Dead Yet, because again, it sounded cool and it felt right at the time. So there you go. We really didn't research this, but it's all right. No. (laughs) Um, all right. So we were we I, I was gonna do an extra whip around. But let's be real. I think we got us covered pretty well. We talked about what are the odds. And uh, in in the Han Solo realm of things, never tell me the odds. I think I think Alicia from uh, Angels on Parade threw that title out there too today. Never tell me the odds because it's MLS and it's weird. And teams do weird things like the Galaxy who could lose out the rest of their season. You never know. Yeah. Um, and, and somehow let us sneak through. And Vancouver is Vancouver. I expect them to tank at any moment because they're Vancouver. So I pray for an opening. I think we'll get an opening as low as the stats seem. I know we have it in us. Their backline just got to wake the hell up um, and we'll be, we'll be okay. Then um, we'll get a streak. So yeah, I'd rather throw it to you guys, to be honest. So um, bam, do you have any other thoughts about the playoffs or do you think it's time to give it to the gallery? I think it's time to positive gallery because
1: yeah, we've been through it, and the playoffs we've just mm-hmm. got to. When the opening comes, we've got to take it with both hands and run.
0: That's it. Own it. Own it. Tony, your thoughts before you give it to the gallery. Here. Just
2: when? Just when?
0: That's there. all you got to do. Just Doesn't win. seem that hard, right? Doesn't seem that hard. All right, so let's move forward here, talk about it. Um, Hey, I'm going to throw this. I know it's not talking, it's not on topic, but I'm going to give Jason Lima some love because check it out. He says, I was an anti vaxxer. I got mine, not just to attend sporting events, do it for your loved ones, which is more important. Jason, I love you, man. Even more so after hearing this, because again, is he a believer in all of it? No, but he's a believer in his family. He's looking out for those around him. And in that, that's the conversation. Once you get to that point, that's what it's always been about. Not, not whether you like the vaccine or you feel good about taking it, man, you just want to see your family next year. You want to see them tomorrow. You don't want it to end. Right. Um, you know, Mauricio is coming to mind right now and it's hard for me, you know, um, that if this thing was out there and it was readily available two months earlier, right. What could have been so, but you don't want to have that conversation with people that are here now, you know? Mm. And if you're not getting it and one of your family members gets it because you spread it, you're going to have that in your head for the rest of your life. Like, exactly. don't, don't, don't put yourself in that trap. So one of the, one um, the biggest it. things I
1: mm-hmm. saw about the vaccines and it did make me laugh. If the vaccine was bad for you, would the rich people have taken it first?
0: Exactly. If they're the first to jump on, if, if, if good old Mitch is taking it, yeah, exactly. Um, if the politicians are jumping in line to get this thing, you know how they are, man. They got no spine. Um, if they're jumping in line, you know what's up. So, yeah, get the darn thing. Move on. Uh, thank you, Jason, for sharing that. That's super cool, man. Super cool. Uh, Jason says some scoreboard watching this weekend, Vancouver and Seattle and Colorado at Minnesota. Dude, there's some stuff to watch. So check it out. Mike, we're, this is the game, I guess. Cause the th- teams have a game in hand. This is when you're going to see that play itself out this week. So <laughs> there you are. Uh, Marvin Chavez galaxy schedule is like the hardest schedule, which is nice. No, it's not that easy. I think they got two, two fluff games, but they're not really fluff because San Jose always <laughs> steps up. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, nobody's got an easy schedule. Nobody has an easy schedule. I think that's the real truth of it. And they're they're hurting worse than we are. Not in the standings. I know where we're at. But in run of form, they aren't playing well. They didn't play that well against us. They, you know, they stepped up for a rivalry match. But the grand scheme of things, their defense is porous. Porous. So, yes. Uh, Jason, San Jose will play us tough. I do expect a win. Vela will... uh, Done with his shopping, should be in full form, and will help his club. (laughs) NBA, I think, is back to preseason. Is this happening soon? I don't know. That makes him happy, too. So that makes him very very happy. And there's a bunch of old dudes playing for the Lakers now, so that should make him real happy. Um, Highly skilled old dudes, but old dudes nonetheless. Uh, Marvin Chavez. I read we have to get 14 points minimum to qualify, which is six games. Out of six games is like four wins. And two ties and one loss. We've we've had a streak similar to that. Mm-hmm. Why can't we? Why can't we? So, you're right. No, it's eight ball. You have to streak. We need four. We need four wins in a row, just to even be in the conversation. So, it all begins against that team, right? Against the Quakes, who we historically own. So let's get back to owning them. Uh, Hooligan Ox. We have Villa back. I don't expect much from him. But if you can try and help us, well, that would be nice. I, dude, super sub, super sub, super sub. If that guy comes in when everybody's a little bit more weathered and beating each other up all day, and then he comes in fresh with a skill set that he has um, and can get the God, pluck, God complex savior mindset, like he gets the chance to do that and be the show and steal it late, you know he will. You know he will. Like, that's his vibe, man. Like, yeah super subs good i i hope he's okay with that because i think he would kill it as super sub um jason lemas mental issue is a huge topic especially since the pandemic dude it's hit us all let's be real not not any one of us has come out unscathed from this thing it's taken a hit we've all taken a hit we've all had those moments we still do um it's still hard right getting out there doing what we do so uh you're right man you're totally right, dude. Um, look out for each other for sure. Jason Lima says after international break is over three matches in one week. Tough, tough task for the boys, one game at home, two on the road. Hopefully they can come out firing. Ideal is to get nine points. If they can get seven points, huge accomplishment. I'm saying got to get nine. The nice thing is 32 is traveling to both of those. Like they'll be there for every match. There's going to be a huge 3252 presence. I already know this. I've seen the tickets flying. It's happening. So they'll have family with them. They're not. It'll be home away from home because I know how loud it's going to be for these games. Playing for our lives here. I expect the thirty-two fifty-two to play to act like it, and they will. They will. You know them. <laughs> you know them. Uh, so, <laughs> dude, it's going to be tough. It's going to be short. We have the young players, though. We have the legs to grind this. And if they get if they get hot at the right time. So pray to God they do. Um, it can happen. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Chavez, did y'all hear there was a rumor Vela was alone in Monterey. I heard something about Monterey. That's fine. His contract is up. He has to weigh his options. It's all right. Um, but yeah, they were dues at the grand Canyon from our team. People are traveling this week. I don't know. Sounds like everybody got a chance to travel. So, uh, that's that. That's okay. It's football. Bam! <laughs> Looks like you wanted to say something. Uh, looked ready. I think our big, our biggest problem is
1: we've got four games in like ten days coming up. Yeah, that's going to be hard. And they're not just four regular games. You got Quakes at home, Dallas away, Minnesota away, Seattle at home.
0: They're that's not even coming home man. between those games, right? I mean, that sounds like they're just going to go from city to city to city. I mean, it's such a short period of yeah. time. Yeah.
1: Well, it looks like there's, right. what, three three days between Dallas and Minnesota. Yeah, they'll
0: probably come home then. <laughs> that's tough. That's That's real tough. But they don't have a choice. We're in this moment. This is it. Either they step up or they don't. They have to do the job have to, and we expect them to do the job sorry but we expect it Marvin says everyone above us knows they just need ties against us that's the worst part park the bus we aren't scoring enough scary they win the, they win with ties yeah I mean it, nobody wants to play this team in the playoffs because things are going to get health team they're gonna get healthier as it goes that's the cool part um, but they need to find a way to get rid of us we're the we're the unpredictable ones. Because if you look at the statistics, and I was talking to the guys about this off here, and I probably should have talked about it here, so I'll do it now. Um, if you go look at your club stats, it's a trip. Like Every stat we're in, general stat, um, let's see, just a few things. Passing, uh, most stats were about fourth ranked as a passing team. Attacking stats, uh, goals, 40 goals, uh, where does that put us? pretty much mid table shots expected goals were like the top dog the only place where we fall apart not even goals against i think we're fourth like yeah we're we're really high on that it's it's the save percentages like what is going on we're 53% save percentage we're like one of the worst in the league um so stats would suggest if they do their job these will be wins problem is we haven't been finishing we haven't done that. We've our, our gap between expected goals and actual goals is like record bad. The stuff we're losing with doesn't make sense. You look on paper, you look on none of this makes sense. We are an aberration this year. Why? I mean, you've seen some of the worst mistakes ever by players in the back. We, really, um, some crazy. We've thrown away five games this year. Legit thrown five games away. Um, odd. It does not make, doesn't compute, you could say. Uh, And and the finishing hasn't been where it needed to be. So that's why we're there. Not because we were playing bad, per se, collectively. It's been individuals that have just knocked us off our our rocker within. So if we can limit the self-inflicted wounds this week, or (laughs) next week, uh, we'll be okay. I think we'll find our way. But if we keep flubbing, uh, then... We're watching. We're watching the playoffs on TV. Everyone, so yeah. Uh, Marvin threw it up. That's going to be our biggest challenge. Is every team coming in looking to score fast, protect the lead, and tie? We aren't scoring enough to overcome Park the Puss, but we have to. We have to. We don't have a choice anymore. What a, What a great time to bring in the kids that are hungry, right? That aren't scared and thinking about it. Yeah. Um. Jason Lemus, what worries me is if Bob goes back to having Slenderman between the posts. Yeah, dude, I, I'm, um, I'm like, what did Cisnega do to piss everyone off? Can someone tell me what did he do to not get a shot? How does he completely lose the chance? What did he do that was so bad to be in this doghouse? It certainly feels like a doghouse, doesn't it? Yeah. Tony, could you do you see anything that he's done in his performances that renders this situation?
2: Mm. No, I'm um, like trying to remember. Like he wasn't injured when Romero stepped in, right?
0: He had an injury at some point after Romero no, yeah. stepped in.
2: Yeah, so I don't, but... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he he had to be something. Again, we're not in the we're not in the training grounds or in the clubhouse or anything like that. So s- s- there had to be some disconnect with something. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know.
0: it's the booba treatment at this point yeah i'll remember booba like that guy never got a shot he got one crappy game against kansas city where we had no lineup like everyone was out they didn't have a fighting chance it's like that right now so that's tough it's tough and I, i just think romero's earned it back this dude's been in there he hasn't made a single save no hate towards him but dude at no point am i like well okay i see some i don't see anything <laughs> i don't that's sad because i know he's a good goalkeeper but he hasn't shown it no it's not yeah this ain't it man we gotta make the playoffs no experiments just get the job done put the guy back to the guy's trust let's go <laughs> enough of it don't overcoach this thing uh Good questions from Gianlana. So I'm going to fire these bad boys off first. What place do you think we would be in if Segura was still uh, healthy? Um, Segura himself would have. Okay, Segura and fall, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Segura and fall, where do you think we're at? Um, how many giveaways not happening? Right. I mean, I. yeah, definitely a different vibe. Um, I think we only, would have been able. To, the only thing go is, if
1: Segura didn't get hurt, Four wouldn't be be where he is. I don't Since think Four would still have been be in playing. Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as as much as I think it would be better if in in a better place if Segura didn't get injured, the silver lining is we found Four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some things have turned out okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I do think that we're not on the outside. I think we're over the line. I think we're holding the last spot right now. That's where I think we're at. Yep. About two or three places up. Not on a top seed, but definitely there because we're still functioning without three DPs. Right? Rossi wasn't in it anymore. He was tuned out. We now know this. Uh, Vela hasn't been Vela for a year. Yeah. Maybe if that's a different story and we're there too. So, um, what place do you say would be in a Segura was healthy? Was he really put, he was really putting in work, for example, the goal line clearance. Yeah, that's the, that isn't a level of his play, um, that we don't quite have yet. So I agree on that. Um, he goes, I think we miss Segura more than we miss Vela. We miss them both. Mm-hmm. Let's be real vintage Vela, healthy Vela. Dude, we're not even talking about making it. We're in the playoffs. There's no, no, we're in. Um, I think the bigger one is if B-Rod got sold, at the international break, yep. and we got a new face in the lineup. If, if Rossi got stole before the break, those two go, and we bring new two new faces in, then we're a juggernaut. It didn't happen. Fate, right? Uh, so, yeah, you tell me, healthy Segura, healthy Vela, two new DPs in the mix, and now we're leading into the playoffs. Like, you tell me where we're at right now. It's a different world, for sure. Now, is one of those things, but there was a lot of other stuff this year that just didn't get us where we needed to go. Um, that was just unfortunate. Uh, Jason Lemus and Bob being Bob that he left Christosomo back at it again. And my boy dude can't get any love and Edwards throw that one in there too. As much as I love the heat <laughs> that, that Edwards provides and the anger. Cause I love anger in a footballer, um, and edge. Um, sometimes you need a little bit of silk too. Um, Yeah. I, I yeah, something's not right. That's for sure. I'm not happy with the choices in the mid right now. Uh, Segura picked up Murillo's mistakes too. Segura healthy, eagle's fifth place. Yeah, I'm thinking more six, but you're, you're you're in the right realm, dude, for sure. Um, so many games we've been giving away leads, single big, and what's fifth between fifth and six is one game. I mean, this tight division, so we're in the same boat. I, I think we're both looking at a playoff team, no doubt. Uh, Marvin Chavez, below Portland, over Vancouver, Galaxy, Minnesota, and RSL. Would we have lost the two games against Portland if Segura was in the lineup? No. Those two, right there. No. Both games we pull off. Both games, for sure. The Atlanta match. We get at least a draw out of that thing. Yep, easily. Yeah. So, nine points. Throw nine on the standings, where do we sit? Not worrying about yeah. trying to make a playoffs, it's the best way to say it. It's placement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Uh I like Marvin's already looking to the future. Imagine fall Segura Murillo in a 352 with new with new fullbacks. Um new new power CB to compete. Murray for third center back spot. Um dude, if we get Murillo from last year back. His head's in the right place. We're doing okay. He's just not been himself. Maybe it's workload. Maybe he's burnt. He hasn't gotten a rest. So maybe he's just burnt. That could be something with it too. Uh, but yeah, you know, Segura back just changes the whole world for us. And the fullback situation, I'm not giving up on Palacios because, again, last year, Palacio, the year before that, Palacios, uh, he was a liability. And Kim Moon-Hwan had moments this year that shows what he can do. So if those guys get their heads right in a proper preseason, we got a different story here. I'm not giving up on those two. They'll be back next yeah. year. I'm not giving up. This season, they don't look right. Uh, but I think with, an, with a good offseason, a good preseason, getting their heads in the right place, stability with this pandemic, I think players are going to play very different two new DPs to re-energize everybody, potentially. Mike, two. Two, potentially. We have a different story here. Again, the stats show this should have been a better performance. Well, if you put players that are better and more efficient in those certain positions, two new DPs. um, Yeah. All is right with the world. Bam. You want to tackle that one?
1: Yeah, no, I agree completely. Like, if... If players didn't get injured and we had our core 11, we'd be a whole lot better than what we were. I can see next season, proper preseason, everyone's back fit, everyone's back healthy. Yeah, we get two new DPs, we find some more young, bright talents. Next year will be a juggernaut
2: year for us. That's the way I look at it. Tony? it's just going to, I think what affected us the most and it's, uh, it's, it's not an excuse. It's just, it's reality is the shorts, the short off season. Just to be honest, it wasn't, we're, we're playing a uh, CCL when it shouldn't be played because of what happened with COVID. We are short in the season as well because of the says back tournament. And then we start back again. It, it, it was just all funky again. Uh, again so after this after a normal schedule i think we're we're back to who we are
0: yeah for sure and marvin had one other they want to throw and i'm gonna throw another name i didn't even <laughs> mention yet um we had fullback problems over two years for over two years i want new fullbacks bad we had a good fullback on the left that we sold right he got sent packing mm-hmm. um for the preference of Palacios, because Palacios should promise. On the right side of it, if Blackman's healthy, the other Blackman, who's putting good minutes for us, okay, he can go to right back, be stable there. He's shown promise in that position. Healthy. We're okay over on that side. All of a sudden, it's okay. Ibiaga gets time with the team in preseason. He'll, he will be better than he is now. Fall gets a full preseason because he hasn't had that either. Most of his lineup hasn't had a full preseason together. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is an aberration, man. This year is bizarre. Um, let's just hope we get it right and get into the playoffs and then let all br- help break loose and break the predictions and throw it out the windows because now you're in the playoffs. So uh, that is my take on that. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> So what defensive signings from Marvin? I still think we're going to go for something big in the back. I do. I think a new DP. I, I think uh, a DP in the back. Yeah, but no, I, I do think that another center back is going to be marketed for sure. I think so. I think, I think there's going to be some trades. There's going to be some moves for sure. I think a lot of retooling. I think you're going to see shocking moves throughout this lineup in the offseason. It won't be what we see now. I think we're cleaning the house at the end of this year. I can't see it any other way. Things have gotten a little bit stale um, no matter what. We see things looking okay with the younger guys, right? But I do think we're going to see some crazy stuff going down for sure. Um, Yeah, Tony. I would
2: just say, just changing culture. Like I said, with the left backs, we – I remember when we had an abundance on that now and we – Palacios, and that's why we like get we got go a lot of them. Like we had uh Elmonir, which I feel like we shouldn't have gotten rid of, but again, there was something that there was the that one would... that
0: hurt the most. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah,
2: oh, especially especially here. That's uh Kayla's favorite player, so she was not too happy about that.
0: He's one of the nicest <laughs> guys, too. Yeah, um, really. He, he 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 enjoyed it here, he just didn't get the fair shot, I think. Mm-hmm. That's that's the take I got. All right, thank you guys for the comments. Right on point. We're getting close to the two-hour mark. We went a little long because next week, I'm not sure what we're gonna do for episodes. So enjoy this one as much as you can. Okay. Uh, bam, Tony. Thank you once again, gentlemen, for doing what you do best. Uh, I think let's see who's who's chomping at the bit to get their final thought of the day.
1: I'll oh, go. Bam. Okay, I right. jump goes. into it. My final thought of the day is: with no game this week, I want you all, everyone in here, do one thing. Reach out to someone. Someone you've not been to for a little while that you haven't seen because you're going to LFC games or you've been a bit too busy. There's no games this weekend. Reach out to someone. Just reach out and make sure they're okay. Go catch up. Go for a walk in the park. Go to Disneyland together. Do something together. Go out, have some fun. Reconnect with old f- friends and then try and get them into the bank next time. Just reach out. Have some fun. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends enjoy yourself
0: love it man good 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 comment i dig it you guys get a mental health break help someone else out that needs it dig it man good good communication love it uh tony you have the floor my friend
2: i'll just hop on what bam just said um have fun during this break i know i will especially this this weekend uh We'll see if I'll expose it or not. But um just have fun. Use this break to to adjust like the like everyone else. Go have fun. Go to Disneyland, go to Six Flags, go to Universal, go anywhere. It's Halloween. There's a lot of Halloween stuff to do. So it's you can find something to do. Pump and carving, haunted hay rides, haunted houses, anything. Just go have fun this weekend and then let's on saturday let's get back to work and support this team the best we know way we know how to there's
0: got october fest the phoenix club in anaheim too if you all want to get into some german culture so <laughs> just saying there's <laughs> stuff to do this weekend there's no football at least not football we're attending uh so yeah go enjoy your time some of you i know your families miss you because you're always traveling so uh <laughs> go do that too man be with your families Enjoy your time. I dig it, Tony. Well said, gentlemen. Again, take this as a mental health day. I am. I totally mm-hmm. am. Uh, we've been we've been non-stopping this uh, podcast since like last year's CCL <laughs> final. Um, it's yeah. kind of insane. So it's okay to have this, this two weeks off. I dig it. I dig it. And I'm not traveling to national parks either. Wouldn't it? So it's a chill one. So with all you guys, the same thing. Uh, show your love to the family. Check in on each other right uh go paint some stuff i think i'm going to be painting some flags this weekend i'm on orders i must um (laughs) getting my inner supporter back out again so uh let's do this let's do this uh and of course it is tradition on the heart of lafc to uh take this one out but rather than us trying to do this crazy like (laughs) zoom birthday song thing i'm just gonna go clean and go y'all stay golden bam you're first Stay One golden. Three, sir. Tony. One. Oh, no. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden. Thank you for listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a
1: rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.